0: Everybody, (laughs) welcome back to Colony Drop, your favorite Gundam podcast. My name is Isaac,
1: and my name is Brian, and this is a podcast where we talk about anything and everything related to the Mobile Suit Gundam franchise, from the movies to the music to the anime to the OVAs, the food to the models—you name it, we do it all. Isaac, that's right, Brian. We even
0: talk about cool things like concepts. Like, for anime series or movies, or just settings in general, lore, like headcanon,
1: and even ideas for games. Isn't that right, Brian? Oh, that's right, Isaac. And today is going to be a nice, fun episode, because the the episode right before this will be a two-hour review of Gundam Thunderbolt, which is pretty serious, so this one is <laughs> going to be a lot more lighthearted.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, lighthearted. Good. And what could be more lighthearted than talking about a fun video game that... Well, really,
1: a fun video game series that started in your childhood. Yeah, so we've we've talked about a lot of Gundam video games. There was one, we did one episode maybe, what, like, I don't know, 50 episodes ago now, Isaac, about what if you made Gundam Mario Kart? Because we were flabbergasted that they've never, out of all the Gundam games they've made, however many hundreds of video games they've made, they've never made a Gundam Mario Kart. And you think you would just copy a successful franchise and put your franchise's spin on it. So we're going to do that again today, but with actually a game that we like probably a lot more than Mario Kart. And I'm actually surprised we didn't do this one first, Isaac, instead of doing Mario Kart. We are going to talk about what if there was a Gundam Smash Brothers game.
0: Yes, that's right. And like a lot of people... And oh boy, will we date ourselves? Yeah, yeah, we will. Um, <laughs> Brian and I were around for the, smir- the first <laughs> Smash Brothers game that came out, and it was on the Nintendo 64. We all loved it; it was great. And ever since then, we've played the series uh, across time. We've even done in little impromptu like friend friend tournaments, you know, friend of a friend tournaments. That said, our last episode, for whatever reason, on like a game idea, was Gundam Mario Kart, which. We've actually never played as a as a group of friends <laughs> doing like a tournament.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I think Smash lends itself way more to Gundam than Mario Kart does. But oh, I yeah. and I think it would be even better than Mario and the Mario Kart idea was great. Don't get me wrong on the Mario Kart thing. That was I would play the hell out of that game
0: sure yeah but it's like when all those crash bandicoot games came out and like sure, some of them sure. were like racing and uh, you know you're kind of like well this isn't really crash <laughs> or you know diddy kong racing is like well shouldn't we be like fighting the crocodiles <laughs> you know or something like that
1: that said diddy kong racing was a great game if, if anyone's never played. I, it was just
0: nigh impossible for my childlike brain to beat though <laughs> i never beat Pig. did you beat wispig i
1: did but i had to put in the cheat code to where you could use the, the then you the... didn't beat it. The, no, no, I you had I had to unlock uh, the rooster or whatever his name was. Oh yeah, drumstick. Drumstick. I had to unlock drumstick because he went way faster than everyone else. Yeah. And I was able to beat Whiz Pig with drumstick, but with no one else.
0: You know what? I'd really like. I know I'm the villain fanboy um, cheerleader, but I'd really like Whiz Pig to make a return to like the Nintendo verse, right? Like. I don't know he, he takes out Bowser or something and like there's a an intergalactic invasion and like oh wow now like Bowser has to team up with like Mario and you know all the other Kongs King K. rule. like that'd be really interesting they, they could really they could essentially Avengers it if you think about it oh yeah I like that I like that that that'd could be, be cool you know even Kirby has to team up with them you know it's like wow this is this is bad like with <laughs> Pig he was
1: very powerful <laughs> yeah they could be like a council of villains yeah but anyways that's another podcast <laughs> that's another episode. (laughs) But yeah, so like Isaac said, Smash Bros. came out in 1999, then there was Smash Bros. Melee in 2001 for the GameCube, which is probably mostly everyone's favorite. Uh, Then Smash Bros. Brawl in 2008, which is probably the least favorite of everyone out of the franchise. Hmm. What everyone calls Smash 4 in 2014, and then Smash Ultimate was the latest one from 2018. And then in terms of the future of the franchise, it is unannounced. But it's so successful, there's definitely going to be another one, and so what what should Bandai do? It should look at the period between Smash releases and be like, I'm going to release my Smash, my Gundam-themed Smash game in between actual Smash releases to maximize players' desire for a new Smash game. And there's so many Gundam characters and mobile suits that they could put in a gundam smash brothers game it, it lends itself so perfectly isaac it's it, gundam is a combat-based series right it's, it's not even like you're nintendo adapting platformers and puzzle games and all this other stuff no you literally have characters that have swords and guns and other projectiles and solid objects it's perfect how have they not yeah. done this before
0: i don't know brian it's it's just sitting there waiting to be done and And from a certain point of view, it's long overdue, not just in a Smash Brothers sense, but in a Street Fighter sense. Mm -hmm. Because, as you well know, Brian, G Gundam specifically was made at the height of the fighting game craze in the 90s with titles such as Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. So, in a way, this, this game can sort of draw on that as well. Other ideas that came to my mind was like, Oh, how would how would Bandai go about this? Like, would they would they want the the camera angle to be sort of three fourths of an angle, like a Power Stone? I'm not sure if you remember Power Stone mm-hmm. yep. from Dreamcast. Never played it. Where it but- yeah, it was a much more of a three-dimensional map you can run back and forth on or depth-wise. Or if it would just be like Smash Brothers, where it's essentially 2D. Even though it looks 3D, it's it's really 2D. Yeah. Yeah, different ways to go about this. But for the purposes of what we know, what we assume most of our listeners know, Smash Brothers is definitely the format to do it. It's 2D. and We get different types of items, different types of maps, a variety of characters across all different Gundam universes. It would be amazing. Brian... Did you want to go through this by like character ideas and concepts or maps or what What'd you have in mind?
1: Yeah. So I made characters, I made stages and I made items. So I I I thought that would be, maybe we can go through those. I guess one thing before we do that, what kind of aesthetic are you thinking about for this game? Because you mentioned Street Fighter, which is a good reference point. The closest thing I can think of, and maybe the listeners, maybe there's an obvious Gundam game that I'm missing that is a better analogy to a Gundam Smash game. But the one I'm thinking of is Gundam Battle Assault, which came out in like the, can't remember if that was late 90s or early 2000s. So it's been quite a long time since Gundam Battle Assault came out. But that was probably leaned more towards the Street Fighter style, whereas the mobile suits, there was... They looked like themselves. There was no SD element. Right. The Smash is a little wacky, right? Yeah. So I, th- I feel like if you're going to make a Smash game, you got to lean into that a little bit. So from from an aesthetic perspective, Isaac, I don't know what you're picturing, but I'm picturing somewhat SD-ish suits and like chibi pilots, but not like overly SD or overly chippy. I'm imagining you can play as both human characters and mobile suits in this.
0: Ooh, absolutely. That's my approach also. And I don't want this to sound like a cop-out, but I'm going with a this-match approach where we have like the Haro, which would be like a Kirby, right? Yeah. Kind of cute and round next to like, you know, young Amuro, which right. is also kind of a more youthful kind of looking character. And then on the other end of the spectrum, we have like, I don't know, a big Zom, <laughs> <laughs> which would be uh, not, not chibi at all. The same thing if you're fighting like a, uh, a goof. It's not too chippy. Uh, maybe there could be a chippy <laughs> mode. That'd be fine. But yeah, much like how Smash, you have princesses next to like your Ganondorf's, It would be the same here, where you have just sort of different tones all working together, fighting together. And I even wrote down you could maybe like I don't know if there'd be sort of like a, their own version of the Subspace Emissary. I think that'd mm-hmm. be interesting. Where there's a plot themselves, and like it's a quasi-campaign, and the villain at the end turned out to be like Dogatey fused with Devil Gundam. But they all know that they're in a game. (laughs) I I forgot what Gundam game that had that, but I thought that was a really interesting take where everybody's aware that they're in a game, but they're just
1: (laughs) trying to stop the Devil Gundam. (laughs) Yeah, you got to be a little meta about it, I think.
0: Yeah, so I, I think everybody can work together well, whether it's cute and chibi or much more serious designs.
1: Yeah, the closest I could find to demonstrate what I'm thinking of is there was a there's a newer line of SD-ish suits that you can buy as model kits, and it's called uh, Superform Cross Silhouette, and they're a little like taller than normal, than what you would normally think of as SD. So they're not quite as, like, short and stumpy. They would mesh a little more well if you had chibi pilots that are a little bit taller, not super squished, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I think if you put those those two types of things together, they would really work.
0: Yeah, way more reasonable. The way I viewed it is it's essentially like skins. You know, you have multiple skins for different characters in Smash in the same way it would be for Gundam Smash. Like, you have Amuro, and then if, as you keep changing the skins, he can be like, you know, Zeta Amuro or, um, mm, yeah. you know, Londo Bell Amuro. Or well, you keep switching, he'll be the original Gundam, yep. you know, or he'll be a, a new Gundam. Um, if we don't want to make those their own separate characters, that's how it works. work. Like their, their mobile suit could be a skin, but that comes with different uh, movement abilities and different attack and defense abilities also. So it's it's really
1: it's so very customizable to your uh, playstyle Yeah, that was actually one idea I had. I was trying to think, like, how would you make this unique from Smash? Because you could just make a whole Smash game, reskin everything in Smash, with Gundam analogies and it would still work
0: yeah exactly
1: to your point there one one unique thing that does not happen for all characters in smash but for those of you who, who do play smash there are certain characters that can transform right into another form
0: right yeah
1: in their other form they have completely different moves they're basically a completely different character probably the most famous example of that is uh zelda and sheik
0: okay yeah i thought samus
1: <laughs> yeah well zelda and sheik were in um yeah melee before the original Zero Suit samus yeah. was yeah so that could be something here. You could pick Amro, and then he could transform into one of his suits. And you could do that for every single pilot. It's almost like every character is two characters.
0: I'm not sure it has exactly, to work that yeah. way,
1: but you could do it that way. That could make it unique because that does play on the something that Gundam has. It's a natural thing, right? We have pilots and they have a mobile suit that's associated oh, with those pilots.
0: That'd be a cool mode where like on the options you just toggle suits only or yeah. um, pilots only. Yeah, yeah. I think that could be fun. That'd be cool. Yeah. Wow.
1: But then in terms of actual mechanics, I think what's different about this game compared to most fighting games is there's items. If you like to turn them on, you know, if you play seriously, people turn the items off. But if you turn them on, it's more of a party game. And then instead of, you know, whittling away at a health bar, you're racking up damage. And as as the person takes more damage, they fly farther when they get hit. And so your object of the game is to send people off the screen, off the platform, and they fall either down or off to the sides or uh, above and they sort right. of blast off. So it's a little bit different. If you've never played Smash, highly recommend you go play it, but that's kind of how it works. And so we'll go through some characters, some original Smash Gundam characters, stages, and, uh, and items, and then anything else you have as well, Isaac.
0: I took kind of like half of a tip from fighting games where I was like, well, even in Smash... You can roughly put characters into, like, the light weight class, the medium, and the heavy, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. So I thought for, like, heavy, of course, it would be, like, Dozo or Kurozo, right? You know, pretty big guys. Dozo could go into either his Zaku as a skin or the big Zon, maybe. Kurozo probably only has the, the Rafflesia to switch into. <laughs> Amuro or Ko would be, like, mediums. You know, of course, they can go into their Gundams. But I thought for light, you know, who could we have for light? Well, there's Haro, of course, right? The obvious kind of maybe Kirby stand-in, but I thought maybe like an ice climber stand-in would be the kids, the kids from the White Base. Wow, you know, <laughs> they move together. I mean, I thought they'd be kind of funny, you know, they move together as a group and like, you know, kind of stand on top of each other's heads to fight sometimes or. They throw burgers or whatever else they were doing, like the, 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 the mop. The mop would be their beam saber or something. <laughs> I thought it'd be a fun little way to, to bring in Ice Climbers, because I can't really think of who else would be a stand-in for the Ice Climbers, which works so well as like a bizarre two-character-slash-one-character-playing style.
1: I love that. The Kika and Let's Attack, very thematically appropriate. How about you? What, what are some characters you have thought of? So I made five characters and I came up with attacks uh, for each Uh-oh. of them. So one thing I guess I should say for those of you who play Smash, and I think a lot of what draws people to Smash, at least it's always been one of the more positive things for me, Isaac, because is Smash doesn't work like a normal fighting game that has really complicated button combos. The commands for Smash are the same for every character. They just do different things and they're much simpler, right? Right. So you have your normal attacks, which are A button based, and your special attacks, which are B button based, and then they have each a directional component so you know be up be left be right be down be neutral and that's all your b attacks you know you don't need to be like down forward left right down heavy punch heavy punch you know like right, punch or yeah. whatever there's none of that in smash which i think makes it a lot more accessible so i made five characters i i tried to hit a, a few different universes here just for some variety so let's start with the rx 78 he's gonna hold a shield like link does in uh in the main smash series for his normal attacks he's gonna in neutral is gonna be punch punch kick Gundam kick like that Neutral up would be a, a, the Gundam Javelin uh, with upwards thrust. It would have to be very powerful. Uh, neutral side would be a beam saber slice. Down would be a hammer spin. Gundam Hammer. Got to get the Gundam Hammer in there, Isaac. Yeah, it's the range. Yeah, you never <laughs> see that. So his throw and grab would be he would throw the hammer at you, stick the spike ball into you, and then hurl you the other way. Wow. Special attacks. Neutral would be Vulcans. Up, he would boost up with the, holding the shield. And if you hold it long enough, he throws the shield away, and it can be picked up by another character. And then he thrusts down with the beam saber. And uh, the beat up attack, if you ever played Smash, is very important. That's always your last, usually your last form of recovery to get back onto the stage if you get thrown off. So all of my beat ups are going to be recovery based.
0: That's pretty clever. I would love to see more of the hammer in a fighting game just because it essentially reminds me of the hammer from Kill Bill. That meteor oh, hammer, yeah.
1: yeah, from GoGo.
0: <laughs> it's the same thing. It is, yeah. That would be so cool. What would the special be? Like the uh, ultimate
1: attack? Yeah. So the special, uh, it would be the last shooting, of course. Oh. And so basically, it would be like a big funnel that pulls everyone in, and then he fires a big upward beam shot towards the sky.
0: I see. So it's it's almost better on like a platform map. You think that way you yeah. can like mm-hmm. get get under them. Okay, because exactly, yeah. to the uninformed and smash like. Your special doesn't wipe out everybody on screen automatically. Like, you kind of have to line it up right, or depending on what your special is, you know, use it correctly. <laughs> it's not a, an instant win. But but some some specials are definitely more covering of the screen than others. That's right, yeah. Positioning is important. Yeah, yeah. So, I like that. That's cool. Yeah. Something I thought of sort of similar to that was depending on who you are and who you're fighting, your special attack would adjust. Like say for example, yeah, Shaw was fighting Kysilia. His special switches to like the bazooka that like you know (laughs) takes away half of her body. You know, if Kaecilia's fighting gearin you know, Kaecilia takes out, like, a beam rifle and, like, <laughs> snipes him in the head. So, I mean, if other characters are around or in the line of fire, they take damage, too. But the animation for what's happening on screen is, is context-specific to what happened in the Gundam scene.
1: Screw you in particular as he aims directly at uh, <laughs>
0: Kaecilia's head. <laughs> I thought some weapons would be half-silly. Like, you know, Dagwin, he, he fights with his cane.
1: Oh, there you go.
0: <laughs> I like that. You know, Haro, I... Who, haro might be like i don't know how that would work depending on what haro you pick i guess it would either have the smallest hitbox possible or if it's chibi it's you know kind of comparable to the other chibi characters
1: yeah but um you got to put haro in there oh yeah absolutely and and if you watch Victory Gundam, Haro has a lot more, like, attacks, you know, later on in the UC than he does in, in the original, so. <laughs> he was upgraded.
0: He he clearly saw that there will always be wars, so he upgraded himself accordingly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would like to point out that Haro was upgraded with more attacks before R2-D2 was in the, in the prequels.
0: That's true, yeah. Oh, God. I don't even remember R2-D2 getting much other than, like, the boosters... Right, yeah. the boosters for Attack of the Clones, which were pretty
1: impressive, I guess. And he had the lighter, right, because he lit all the, the fuel on fire. Yeah. Oh, no, it wasn't a lighter. He just uses boosters, right? Uh, I thought he had a flamethrower, but yeah, it could be.
0: And then he's got that shocker taser thing he's always had. Yeah. God, how could they just never gave him a gun?
1: <laughs> That's a great question.
0: I mean... <laughs> Well, it's the, the amount of times he, like, runs into stormtroopers, like, he would have been pretty vital, I think, at helping them out, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. Or, like, why doesn't everyone just carry one of those IG-88 droids with them? Yeah, those are pretty great. Well,
0: I mean, I assume expense is a thing, too, right? Like, mm, Could be.
1: You're the Empire. You make your own money. Yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, anyways. This <laughs> uh, so next character is Bright Noah. Had to get uh, Bright in there. So his neutral attacks are going to be punch, punch, slap. Uh, an up would be a sure. You can the side, the smash attack guys. It would have to be the bright slap for sure. You can charge it up. You know you can hold it.
0: Absolutely, especially against Amuro.
1: <laughs> yeah, down would be a low sweep. Uh throw, he could grab you and then he could slap you a few times and then toss you. Special attacks. I think neutral is going to take out a pistol. Up, he's going to put on one of those personnel jetpacks and shoot upwards and then pull out a rifle and fire as he goes up. Wow. Special to the side, I was thinking he could, a mobile suit catapult could appear underneath his his legs and he could, like, charge you, like he's riding on a mobile suit catapult, because he's always, like, captaining the ship. For his down special, I thought it'd be fun if, there are certain characters that will pull out items, so, like, if anyone's ever played Peach, she'll pull out vegetables, sometimes she'll pull out a really powerful vegetable, etc. So, I think he could pull out a grenade or he could pull out a hamburger and eat it to heal. (laughs) Or he could pull out salt, Isaac, and throw it on the ground to create damaging terrain wherever he places the salt.
0: Oh, God. (laughs) That's pretty good. I'd want, like, his special, like, to be, I mean, I guess Amro, it switches to, like, the slap. You know, it's like a special cinematic almost. Sure, yeah. And now that I think about it, I think the Black Tri-Stars would be a good, like, ice climber group.
1: Oh, I have them in as an assist trophy. But yeah, as, oh, as a as a three-person ice climber squad, that could be fun, too.
0: I don't know. At a certain point, I was thinking about it more. I was like, this is kind of approaching more Marvel versus Capcom, where just the, the discrepancies in size become so much bigger than Smash. You know, you have like oh, a, sen- yeah. a sentinel fighting, like, I don't know, Chun-Li, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, well, at this point, like, I'm going to have Big Zom fighting like Mineva. like, this is going to be <laughs> the, the scale wise, I'm gonna- somebody's not going to be the correct scale. And then also, <laughs> I- I- how would this balance, you know, she's going to have to be just the fastest kind of flipping quasi new type ability, uh, lightweight character lightning bolt
1: you got to give her attacks that like stun you know people are just stunned by her ability to give speeches and just be a little you know beautiful little princess or whatever she does
0: podium attack yeah there you go
1: (laughs) she 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 explains why
0: war is bad yeah (laughs)
1: Uh, but yeah, for Bright, I think his ultimate would be all of his different capital ships coming, flying in and firing all the weapons they have. Like you see, you know how the the view of the capital ships in the show, like in the last episode when they're just firing all the guns that they have, it's just a mass, mass fire. So they all fly in and just bombard the, the arena.
0: Oh, I love that. That's cool. One of the, uh, the levels I, well, this is getting ahead of ourselves, but I mean, this writes itself, this is obvious, but the Great Fox... It mm-hmm. has to be to switch to, like, the White Bears or the Albion, right? That's Oh, the map. that makes sense. Yeah,
1: for sure. If anyone's ever played Smash, Great Fox is an iconic stage. It's just generally a very fair stage. It's, it's fair, but it's not super boring, because there is a left and a right on the stage.
0: Yeah, and over the years, though, it's like... It's gotten more hazardous because sometimes True. the guns on the Great Fox fire. Yes. Sometimes there's like, I don't know if it's an Arwing or if it's um Fox, a Star Wolf, but like there'll be strafing on the ship.
1: Yep, yep, yep. <laughs>
0: Each version of Smash, the Great Fox gets more dangerous.
1: <laughs> Next character is Gundam uh, Barbatos Lupus Rex. Isaac oh, had, had to get Barbatos in here. So I was yeah. thinking he could kind of be like Little Mac and he would do more damage as he takes more damage to play up the uh, Alaya Vinyana system a little bit. And he's going to carry the, the really big mace on his backpack. So that would be what he would use for most of his normal attacks. He could swipe with his nails as well. But to throw you, he could spike you with the hashmall tail and then throw you the opposite way. Yeah. Uh, he has forearm guns. He can use the tail to recover it, to like grapple the wall. And then for his down, I was thinking he could activate the Alaya Vinyana system, which temporarily increases his speed but it it would inflict damage on himself. And then that synergizes with the overall take more damage, give more damage. But then here's my favorite part, Isaac. For his ultimate, I call it the indiscriminate Dane's Leaf bombardment, where just... He he calls in a leaf bombardment, but it hurts him too. It's like a self-sacrifice. <laughs> so there's just <laughs> indiscriminately <was> <laughs> across the across the stage, everyone just gets bombarded by Dainsleifs.
0: Oh, uh, that's so he's calling in a Galahorn fleet. Yep. Yes, <laughs> which canon wise they should never answer to him. <laughs> well, maybe oh.
1: I think you play it off and just say that he's attracted so much attention that they finally found him and they're going forward oh, with, yeah. the, with the
0: bombardment. Oh, that's perfect. I would almost want like this game to have like in the little corners of the screen like. Like that's when, like, anime scenes kind of pop up in, like, just a small bubble, you know?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. You This game would be great for having stuff happen either yeah. to your point in that bubble or just in the background, right? You could see people flying by and fighting, etc.
0: Oh, yeah, you have to include that. That's one of the best things in Smash where, like, if you pay attention to the background, there's stuff going on. Right, yeah, yeah. Or if you've been
1: defeated, <laughs> you can take in the background
0: <laughs> yeah. as you wait for your friends to continue fighting.
1: <laughs> Next character is Wing Gundam Zero. I'm trying, oh, no. I'm, trying, I'm trying to talk more about Gundam Wing, Isaac
0: yeah we gotta apparently the fan base for them is huge
1: <laughs> uh, so I think he would be buster rifle based but it's gonna he's gonna have a limited ammo gauge but it'll be very powerful
0: oh like the cooldown you mean
1: uh yeah I mean you'd probably have to recover ammo somehow but I think even even in the real show he didn't have that much ammo for the buster rifle so I feel like we' need to put that in the game to offset it being more powerful than say the normal rx 78 beam rifle
0: okay
1: he could do some basic stuff for the normal attack, shield bash shield toss. Beam saber slice, beam saber spin, but for the special attacks, I think it would be mostly based around his uh, his rifle. So he could fire it up, and he, but you could hold it down, but it would drain your ammo gauge the longer you hold it down. You could fire it to the side, that drains like a set amount of the gauge, just like one shot. If you do B down, that would be he would transform into bird mode, and he could fly around and shoot the Buster rifle. Wow, it made me think of Evolution, Isaac, where we really liked the transforming suits, but you got to fly for like two seconds and then and then it transformed you back, and it was like, "What was the point of that
0: yeah, you you pretty much get you behind enemy lines to get killed,
1: <laughs> yeah, and then all of a sudden you re- you transform again and you're yeah. like, oh, I guess I'm done, and then they just it, attack you.
0: It signals to the enemy team to focus their firepower on
1: you, like, what is that in the sky, Oh yeah, as long well, shoot that thing down, yeah. Uh, so I think it could be fun if you could fly around. For the ultimate Isaac, uh, I think it would be similar to the RX-78s, but you would either fly to the top right or the top left, because to, to your point, the, the positioning and the, and the direction of attack like, really changes how you use it. And then he would fire like a massive buster rifle shot at a downward angle, just like we saw in uh, Endless Waltz when he takes out the bunker at the end.
0: I thought like maybe instead like kind of do... Whose attack is that, Zelda? No, 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 it's that special like bird thing that you use to attack like a certain area of the map. I thought maybe, like, drop Libra.
1: (laughs) Oh, nice, yeah.
0: You drop Libra, and then, like, he has to time his attack to shoot Libra to do, like, additional damage by causing it to explode. I like that,
1: yeah. Yeah. I have an item kind of like that. I'll I'll just say it now. I don't know what those items are called. Um, Are you talking about the ones where you collect the different pieces and then... Yes, that that
0: targeted attack What Bird of Death.
1: Yeah, one of them's from Kirby. I I forget what the other one's from. But I was thinking for that one, instead of... um, collecting kirby pieces or whatever you would collect three different pieces of a colony and then when you have the full colony then you could decide where the colony drops on the map and you would so you would collect the cylinder you would collect the mirrors and then you would collect the colony cap and that would give you all three pieces and then you could you know pick a spot and the colony would just come down and cause massive damage
0: that's impressive i i didn't even think of that instead i just put like a colony falling as a level
1: oh that'd be fun too
0: yeah, but the thing is, like, this might be ideal for, like, timed maps. Say it's, like, a three-minute fall. Mm-hmm. Upon impact, everybody on the map has to jump
1: at oh, a specific
0: okay. time. Otherwise, everybody. T- uh, otherwise, you take damage.
1: See, I had a similar idea, but I, instead, of a, instead of a colony, I, I did Libra. Oh. Because that actually sort of happens with Libra, right? Like, as the fight with Libra progresses, it gradually gets destroyed. And so I was thinking you could all be on Libra, But then as it gets destroyed, you have to relocate to a new piece every time. So, like, first the the piece million rams it, and it breaks a piece off. So then you battle on the piece that broke off. And then Epion and Wing Zero rush in. They destroy the engine. So then you have to relocate again. And then Hero, you see Hero outside, and he blows up the remainder. And then, But then I didn't have a good creative solution like you for the jump. I just said if anyone still at this point is still on Libra, they all die, and the stage resets. Because (laughs) (laughs) Libra was destroyed or whatever in the atmosphere. Yeah,
0: I mean... some people are going to at least survive afterwards. So you do have to reset. But sure. Yeah. Like, but, but Libra is perfect for your idea, though, because it's in like five segments. There's like that center pyramid. And right. then like you can the, keep the relocating. Four, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. The four yeah. diamonds on each side. Yeah. And that's
1: another good thing about Smash, I think, is that's maybe less emphasized in other fighting games, is that the stages do change fairly radically um in some of them throughout, you know, the fight. So I think you could definitely play with that when you have something some franchise like Gundam that has such rich stories, you know, to, to do that.
0: Right. If anything the stages in Smash are from a certain point of view, they're kind of equalizers because nobody is good at every stage. That's why in tournaments yeah. In tournaments oftentimes they do like that bare bone stage that just has like the galaxy in the background yeah <laughs> final destination where, <laughs> baby <laughs> yeah there's no platforms there's nothing it's just oh, let's see your fighting skills but i mean that's okay sometimes but i personally i think it's boring i think it's more fun when you're you have the chaos of items and the chaos of like you know diddy kong stage or donkey kong stage where it's just you know god help you if you get to a barrel <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah it's I, I think Gundam could take the same thing, approach where even if someone's very good at the game or it's played more than you you still have a chance depending on what map you get on and the things that happen like you know if you're at solomon of course the solar ray is going to fire at a certain point you know so yeah. you have to jump or be like hiding in a certain area and then um then you can go on just i mean because there's smash levels like that already like right. a lot of um samus's levels there's always like a lava or something moving yeah. you know you have to watch out for that lava lava's rising or whatever so, environmental danger needs to be in this Gundam Smash,
1: and that's what's good about Smash is it provides both types of stages, right? It provides those big chaotic stages. It provides the ones that are flat, and nothing really happens. So you can kind of pick how you want to play the game. You know, if you like, when we do our 1v1 tournaments, we we do use those pretty flat platform levels or just levels that just have some two three four platforms on him, but when we play our free-for-alls isaac it's free-for-all man there's, there's the hammer comes out and people get upset
0: <laughs> people run for their lives <laughs>
1: <laughs> So my last character isaac is master asia I tried to i had to get oh, had wow. to get something for g gun here what master asia is known for is his is his cloth right so yeah. i thought his normal attacks could be all cloth based he can either do, like, kung fu open-handed strikes, or he can throw his cloth up, throw it to the side, spin it around. Uh, he can wrap <laughs> you up with it and toss you. That'll be his throw. And his special attacks, you get into the the chi balls and the fit you know, like when he attacks with his fist from far away. His up attack could be when he, like, goofily turns into the tornado and, like, goes around, Isaac. Do you remember that? That, yeah, that could be his so. recovery. It's kind of like Taz, the Tasmanian devil from uh, Looney Tunes. Oh, God. Side special would be, sh- like, Shining Finger, and then if he grabs you, it'll explode and you'll have to and you'll fall away uh and then his ultimate will be of course he'll have to like shout and it'll be a little cinematic and he'll say like look the east is burning red and then he'll do the the sekiha and gotta get master asia in there man it, being
0: hit with that cloth like <laughs> who thought of that was it like an animator the new using that like in the cloth like whip it's like a locker room trope kind of thing you know <laughs>
1: I don't know if, uh, maybe there's some Kung Fu practitioners out there. We should ask our friend, Isaac, but do they use cloth as a weapon? I know there are, um, there, there can't be, there are martial arts that use belts. Um, I mean, I, they did that in belt. the martial art. I did. Yeah. Belt hurts, man. You can take someone's eye out with a belt. No problem. Uh, would you rather have a belt or a sword? <laughs> um, depends on the situation. Would you rather have a, a, a cloth or a gun? <laughs> uh, I think I would have the gun. Yeah. <laughs>
0: No question. Master, Master Asia might be the only person who could defeat someone wielding a gun, though, with a claw.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know, he can do his... His, his Sekiha Tenkyokun is better than a gun, so... He'll wrap the
0: bullet around uh, the cloth <laughs> and then, like, spin it in the opposite <laughs> direction. And the, the centrifugal forge will make it go into, like, the wall or something.
1: <laughs> this is also a, a crossover with the series Wanted now.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, curve the bullet.
1: What did you do? I curved it. How did you do that? I just flicked the gun real fast when I fired.
0: That was such a terrible movie based on a great comic, but anyway.
1: Comic was very different, yeah. Uh, That was all my characters, Isaac, so you want to go to stages now unless you have any more characters?
0: Let's see. I just put like some notations for like the skin nature of each character, like Shar, for example, in between switching to like the Red Comet Zaku, he could be in his flight suit, either flight suit with sword or Mm -hmm. flight suit with like the cool hip mounted laser. I thought that'd be
1: cool. Yeah, I think if you put Amro and Shar in there, you have to give them the sword, right? Because right, their famous yeah. fencing duel. I think you have to get that in there somehow.
0: Yeah, that definitely has to be one of their skins. And like we were saying, that really changes the dynamics of the character you're using. You know, some yeah. characters using their fist as opposed to a character using a sword. And Smash, they're, they're totally different play styles. So it would be the same here for Gundam Smash. But yeah, we can go to maps. We were talking about how the Great Fox would be stood in for by the Alpion or the White Base. I felt like a good Hyrule stand-in would be, and this is a shadow to wing. Oh, here we go. <laughs>
1: So much Gundam Wing today. Yeah.
0: Same Kingdom, Brian. And uh, of course in the background you see Ramafeller, um, as the timer counts down, it's burning it to the ground. <laughs> or you could do Zum City. I thought that'd be a perfect hydro oh, stand in because like they have their own palace and that palace never burned down to the ground.
1: I feel like we don't see enough of Zum City. No, but we have
0: to read that great manga, Brian, about oh, like yeah.
1: the final twenty four hours in Xeon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's those are both good stand-ins for, for Hyrule, which is another iconic Smash map, which is probably the best big stage in the game, and I don't think they've ever improved upon it.
0: No, I mean, the closest thing they could do would be, like, a larger Peach's Castle or Bowser's Castle, but Bowser's Castle would be too dark, and they'd have way more environmental dangers with the lava. Peach's would be...
1: it'd feel like if Kirby won the lottery and bought a house almost, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah, you could do some fun stuff with peaches, though. You could have some some thwomps and the castle gate or something like that. I don't maybe think she some... uses thwomps. No, that's true. But I'm thinking of the one from Mario 64. You could have, like, bob-ombs come out or something. You could have cannons. Oh, cannons would be fun.
0: What's left of the the toadstool uh, army is there, when they have their own environmental dangers and <laughs> defenses.
1: <laughs> you could pick up toads and throw them at other people.
0: Yeah, exactly. Let's see. Oh, <laughs> speaking of Zem City, I like how... If you remember in Origin, the zombies' house, like it, it looked like stage one for the zombie palace eventually. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that same, that weird design style that they have. So yeah. they clearly established that that's a zombie thing. That's not even a Zeon thing. <laughs> they just
1: have very particular taste.
0: Yeah. Did you have a Hyrule stand in?
1: Um, uh, I don't know. I didn't do like one to one stand ins. The closest no, thing okay. I probably had was, well, you, you got to get a Baoku in there. I think yeah. you have to have an Abauku stage. So I was thinking because Abauku is so big, you can shift inside and outside. You could shift from rocky terrain outside, which is like, that could be your Hyrule sort of big yeah. stage scope. But then inside it could be a lot more close quarters. It would really change the dynamic of the fight, like during the same fight, right? Instead of, you know, switching to the next stage. Yeah. And there could also be lots of flak fire coming from just the battle around you. Mobile suits could crash. What's
0: that new? Oh, not new. Well, relatively new. Smash stage. That's a Star Fox fleet battle. Is, this, is it Sector Y or something like that?
1: Oh, uh, could be. So, yeah, I don't remember the name. I, we haven't played much of Ultimate Everyone because of the pandemic, but
0: you see the fleet battle going on in the background, and I think you kind of jump ship to ship. But it's you know it's always the same, right? It's Cornarius fleet versus Andross's fleet. But yeah, that work at a Balaku. You just you're either on the rocky <laughs> surface, <or> like. <laughs> Chevets are falling around you <laughs> or um here inside where like i'm sure things are exploding and not going well the longer you're fighting on the map
1: yeah and i was thinking they could even like items that are themed after the uc could drop mm-hmm. over the stage just because they'd be dropping from all the people who are blowing up yeah <laughs> around you
0: it'd be cool to see like those like we saw in um the thunderbolt those uh what did you what was it i think it was jim's and gun tanks storming the inside of a Bauaku, right? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. That'd be cool.
1: Yeah, somehow Zeon was inept enough to allow them to get that giant gun tank into the <laughs> into their base.
0: <laughs> the Isaac fleet wasn't involved with that because we would <laughs> use a nuke at the drop of a hat. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: you would just start it off with the nuke. Yeah. Ask questions later. <laughs> so I was trying to think of one that's just like peaceful Isaac. That's like a simple stage to fight on. You got to have one of those. Yeah. But I was thinking you could do the Guiana Highlands from G Gundam. That was where like Master Asia trained Domon. And that was where oh. Master Asia trained growing up. So I, I'm th- I'm picturing like a peaceful, picturesque jungle area, you know, with waterfalls. Very nice looking. Nice okay. place to battle. Very bright. You could even have the Shuffle Alliance members training in the background. Perhaps some of their attacks stray into the stage now and then. But overall, I thought it would just be a nice, picturesque place to play the game.
0: That's cool. Yeah. I, th- I mean, the only thing I prefer G Gundam, because if you remember G Gundam, almost all the time that they're fighting, it's in like ruined Bangkok, <laughs> ruined London, you know, it's it's like a polluted, ruined kind of area and they're they're fighting in the ruins. So I put like as kind of my peaceful ideal place would be Neo Japan. Mm. So you, you see like they're they Mount Fuji in the background and it's kind of in space. And, you know, the usual Japanese buildings in the background and it's it, well taken care of because that's where the elite live. So I thought, that, I thought it'd be cool to have a stage there in space. And I don't know, maybe in the background you could see the, the Devil Gundam showing up, <laughs> taking control of the colony.
1: Yeah, you got to have a Neo Japan. And I think you should somehow add in, I don't know that it, we ever even really saw it in the show, but in, in the opening, remember they had that r- the beam ring get formed?
0: Oh, yeah, around the planet. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I feel like you, you could put the beam ring around Neo Japan somehow if you're going to do a G Gundam stage just to make it more thematically G Gundam.
0: Yeah, that'd be cool. Oh, it'd be like an environmental hazard. You don't want to hit the beam.
1: Oh, yeah, don't go into the beam. That's bad. Yeah.
0: Damn, that's cool. I like that.
1: <laughs> I was thinking we need like a city map, and I forget how to pronounce it, but like the Kreis or the Crease. Autonomous region on Mars from Iron Blooded Orphans. It's like the city area where Hashmal attacked, or where Iron, uh-huh. the big gray Iron, attacked. A lot of the terrain could be destroyable. You know, there could be buildings that come up and come down. Isaac, that you know, replenish themselves. In my head, I was like, this kind of reminds me of like a, if anyone's ever played the game Rampage, or even like King of the Monsters. <laughs> you know how you could destroy yeah. the destroy the buildings. I feel like we need that.
0: Yeah, that'd be cool. Let's see, Torrington. Alaska that worked there, too? Oh,
1: yeah. yep. Yeah. Oh, Alaska,
0: you could have the space shuttle take off,
1: yeah, yeah. there you go. Or was that the Arctic base or whatever? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. oh, what else could you do? I
1: think that's another point about Smash right? is you have to pick stages. That are all different colors, brights, darks. You know, so if you, yeah. you need to, you need to hit every environment. And I think Gundam has the, the material to do that. Which again, Flabbergast me why they haven't made this game yet. Because they make a lot of Gundam games, I think, and some are not very good.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> we played them. <laughs> all you gotta do is copy the hugely successful franchise, just retheme it with your own stuff.
0: You could do a level of just HLVs, like just the Xeonic fleet dropping HLVs onto Earth. And like those are the platforms as you like fall through the atmosphere. God, that'd be awesome. That'd be
1: super cool. Yeah.
0: Oh, you could do Luna with like a fraction of Earth's gravity. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. That'd be an interesting level. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. There's so many things you could do. You could do Jabrow. You have to do Jabrow. Oh, there'd be two, right? There'd be like underground Jabrow. Yeah. And then there'd be surface jab out during the invasion.
1: Yeah, I mean, that could even be another one where it switches between the two. Yeah. To get you two different environments. But yeah, I like that because the, the underground, especially there, would be very, very different, right? It's dark, it's damp, there's it's water hazards probably. Whereas up top you have maybe incoming fire from all the Zeons trying to attack.
0: There has to be an arena with the Obsulus, and like <laughs> for most of the battle, you just see it in the background, like firing away, destroying like big trays and like you know mobile suits. But at a certain point, it'll it'll fire and become a a threat to the level itself, you know. So you have to jump and ti- and watch what's going on.
1: Yeah, I like that. that. And where it burns away the ground with the with the big beam, that that could be the perimeter, uh, you know, just of the, the hole. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Obsulus was so good. Yeah, I missed the Obsulus.
1: The last stage idea I had, I think I had an idea like this, similar for the Mario Kart game. So I guess at least I'm consistent, listeners. That was you could battle on a conveyor belt at the Anaheim Electronics Factory. Oh. Each time you start the game, the game chooses an era for the factory to be set in. So, you know, the Anaheim Factory would look very different in 0079 versus 0093 versus 0096 versus, like, the Crossbone Era, etc. So that would determine, like, what other things are on the conveyor belt as you battle.
0: Oh, that's genius, Brian.
1: It adds the conveyor belt thing which smash already has in some stages and then it, it adds plenty of things to play with in the background plus it's thematically appropriate for gundam
0: and you see both factions stuff or any faction oh, stuff, yeah really being made
1: that's the in joke right because then like you know the left wing over here they're making federation stuff and then if you go deep if you go like three doors down you turn the right corner and there's a, a, mar- a door that says don't go in here but then you go in and it's just another factory full of yeah. zeon stuff <laughs>
0: this stuff's being built side by side next and to you're each like other. what's this
1: and they're like uh i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> please leave
0: isn't that a zaku head isn't that a Jim arm <laughs>
1: <laughs> no you're crazy uh, that'd be great do you have any more stages isaac
0: no but i think you really took the cake there brian the assembly line is something that hasn't been done in smash there hasn't been a level that's like you're static even though you're moving but, like there's i I can just see it now, like there's mechanical arms building things that are also threats, right?
1: Yeah, You gotta jump over them or you got through them or whatever. You yeah, you cl- up
0: your uh, your conveyor belt drops onto another conveyor belt, so now it's moving in a different direction. Yeah, there you go. know, and there's other things moving around, like a little foundry area with like molten metal, and oh, yeah, I like that. wow, it's it it writes itself. That's great. I, I really like that
1: at one point you could be fighting on top of a gundam or whatever it is on the conveyor belt and then it could start to activate and you know get up and throw you off and that like i don't know, it could work i think
0: it'd be fun yeah you see stuff being assembled and put together and then it gets shipped off to another area yep. wow that's that's cool i like that that's my new favorite level in my head <laughs>
1: All right, so we've got items. Now, a big, a big part of Smash is items. That's a really easy way to, like, use different parts of your franchise's lore. So I have a bunch of reskinned items, I have original items, and I have some assist trophies, Isaac. So for reskinned items, instead of a Maxim tomato, which heals 50% of your health, I'm thinking you can have a, a white base burger. Instead of a bob you can have a chibi version of the GPO-2's tactical nuke that can be thrown. <laughs> or it could just be out of a bazooka, too, I guess. Wow. <laughs> I think that'd be funny. Instead of the Franklin badge, which is an item that reflects projectiles when you wear it, you could have an field generator.
0: Oh, that's cool.
1: I think we yeah. had something similar in the Mario Kart episode, but I think the, it's it still applies here in the Smash world. Yeah, there's some overlap, yeah. One that's item that's really frustrating in, in Smash, but is also sometimes very rewarding, is when you grab the Super Mushroom. Because you can either be enlarged and do more damage, and beat people up, or you can be shrunk with the poison mushroom and you know grow small and everyone can now beat you up. So instead of mushrooms, I could think we could uh, you could roll the dice and grab some devil Gundam cells. If you don't know how it's going to affect you. You could either become really powerful or kind of wither away. And then you brought up Haro as an actual character, Isaac, but I was thinking he could be a standing item like Mr. Saturn.
0: Mr. Sand, oh yeah, <laughs>
1: he's a little, he's a little face. Uh-huh. You can throw him repeatedly for doing little damage to enemies, but it, but he also breaks shields really easily.
0: Oh, that's pretty genius. I like that. That's cool. Did you, did you envision it also having like, sort of like weapons have HP almost like the way I imagined it? Like the the, the standard Zon Z- Bazooka, you only get like three shots.
1: <laughs> yeah, and there has to be some ammo component yeah. if it's a, and that's how it is in Smash, right? There's the Super yeah. Scope has ammo the the uh, torpedo gun or whatever the laser gun those all have ammo so I think you have to right. have ammo
0: yeah yeah if you get the Zaku machine gun you know you only have X amount of shots before that magazine's empty <laughs> so you know you're done um, a Panzerfaust you only get like one shot you know, oh so that's it a good item yeah I like yeah, that yeah it's a great item for the, if, even if you're not the Comfort well right. you don't need to be a Comfort to use it anybody can use it beam sabers i like i wanted them to have their own limitation whether it's a battery or they, they just disintegrate or whatever but you know you're, you're done after x amount of, of swipes or or hits
1: yeah, that makes sense. I think that's yeah. how the, the beam saber is in the real series, too. The beam saber lasts really long, though, in, in Smash, so...
0: Did you have a hammer stand-in? I'm trying to think, like, what, what would it be? I didn't have
1: exactly a hammer stand-in. I, I did want something that was solid, but had very, what was very powerful, which is basically like a hammer, right? Right. They're kind of like when you throw the hammer. If you throw the hammer head, as if some of you have played Smash before, you know that sometimes the hammer breaks, and, like, the, the head comes off the stick, and you can pick up the head and throw it, and it's very, very powerful. So, what is very, very powerful, but it's a solid object, Isaac? It's one of our favorite things in Gundam. Um, can't be the heat saber. No, no, we've already talked about it. It's the Dane's leaf.
0: Really, a hammer Dane's leaf?
1: <laughs> no, no, it doesn't have to be a hammer Dane's leaf. But I'm just saying, oh. you pick up, you pick up a Dane's leaf, like that's the item, and you fire it like a bow and arrow, but it has the power of, of like the the hammerhead.
0: Yeah. Also, it could be a knockout. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty good. Yeah. I thought maybe, like, it would just be your normal weapon or attack, but that's kind of not what it should be. It should be something physical you pick up. So I like that, the Dane Sleeve. There, There's nothing really that comes to mind, like an oversized weapon or something, you know?
1: I mean, you could do, like, the Barbatos' mace or something like that if, if you didn't yeah. want to use that as, as a normal attack, Yeah, you know?
0: I thought maybe for, like, going into special attack mode, you could hear the New-type Flash or put Seed, then you see, like, the Seed, you know, Walnut. <laughs> <laughs> crack on screen
1: yeah you gotta have the walnut <laughs> whatever do you think we'll makes. get the walnut in the freedom movie we have to we have to do you think it'll be like a really high budget walnut though like it'll look extra good like they spent more money
0: i don't know part of me is like oh it's gonna look like even slightly different yeah they'll up at their game but part of me is also like they're just gonna save that animated cell and just put it over whatever <laughs> Reuse the same doing. one yeah. yeah they're like well <laughs> They, they recognize it. You know, we're carrying the same font, so we're not going to do much else.
1: How much better can an animated walnut really get?
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> it cracks open when you go into seed mode. Oh, God, what's that movie going to be like? We'll find out. I'm, ex- I'm excited to experience it, even though evil I probably Cura? won't enjoy it, but we'll see.
0: Sinister Kira Yamato?
1: I think it'd be great if, if there was an evil Kira. That would at least shake up the franchise a bit.
0: Yeah, that'd be better than my idea for a Red Cosmos. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe they clone him and they get evil Kira.
0: Oh, God, no more clones. Brian.
1: <laughs> Isaac, you know there's going to be a clone. If you go in mad that a clone appears in that in that movie, you're going to be, I guarantee you're going to be upset. You might as well get mad before you even walk in.
0: Is there going to be another scene where they find, like, a clone factory? <laughs> the clone room, and then someone gives a speech while they're fighting, explaining.
1: <laughs> I think they'll probably pull Evil Cure out of the clone room that we already saw. You thought
0: you were the only Kira,
1: yeah? You fool. <laughs>
0: There's Kira <Yama> too.
1: <laughs> oh man, that's amazing right there. You heard uh... it here first, folks. <laughs> Some other original items I thought of Isaac were birdlime. It would be you could throw it and it would be super sticky goop. Oh, that's genius. It sticks characters if you step in it, etc. Like.
0: And it's funny too because it's just like a big purp or just a big <laughs> pink ball of like gum.
1: <laughs> it would be so frustrating, right?
0: Yeah, I was like, God damn it, birdlime!
1: <laughs> I thought we agreed no birdlime. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is worse, getting hit by the Danesleaf or getting stuck with the birdlime. I'm not sure.
0: I'll take the Danesleaf. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: another one would be the Crossbone Vanguard Cloaks that our heroes wore in the crossbow ah. series if you wear one you can absorb five beam shots before it breaks oh it's brilliant plus it makes you look cool so i thought that'd be fun yeah
0: it kind of covers your character I Me, mean, that'll yeah. affect your hit no that won't affect your hitbox but yeah that's cool i
1: like that uh mobile dolls two virgo twos temporarily join up with you and mirror your movements slash attacks
0: oh my god that's awesome i thought that'd be fun yeah
1: even ranged attacks
0: like they have their own Yeah, they'll have guns, you know? Virgo, to my knowledge, I don't think Virgo 2's ever used physical weapons, right? I don't think they did either, no. They they were always using some type of beam rifle.
1: (laughs) They're glorified turrets. (laughs) It reminds me of those, like, remember, like, the Shmups, Isaac, like, Raiden, or... uh, Oh, yeah. 1942, whatever, Flyers 1942, whatever it's called. Yeah, little micro fighters that you get to help you. Yeah, exactly. I feel like that that was kind of what I was thinking with those. You know, if you get certain power-ups, these little other planes will come join you and fly around you. So that was what I was thinking. You
0: know what? I always felt like the Virgo 1s looked cooler than the Virgo 2s. I don't know if it's the paint style or what, but I think they just looked better. Did oh, you really? A, yeah. You like the Virgo 2s? I
1: thought Virgo 2s looked way more menacing than Virgo 1s. I
0: know they're superior, but like the khaki and the white color? No, come on.
1: Oh, no, you're right. I agree with you. Virgo 1s look way better.
0: Yeah, they're way more sinister, even though they're technically weaker. But yeah. yeah Roma fella for life. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I also have some assist trophies, Isaac, so I have the Black Tri-Stars in there. No no explanation needed for that. you got to get Jetstream attack. and whatever Gundam game you make, you got to get Jetstream attack in there.
0: That's why I thought they'd be best as like an Ice Climbers kind of group. Like That's their special. I know on paper it sounds like, oh god, you're fighting three doms at the same time. This can't go well. But yeah. no, they kind of Ice Climber it where they're sort of... If you, if you pay attention, they're not attacking at the same time. They're kind of working in a group, you know. Yeah.
1: Here's some funny ones, Isaac. So one would be Lala soon just floats by in the ether (laughs) and she stuns enemies with awe. They're just struck by her niceness, I guess, or or whatever people like Lala for. You could have the turn A come out and do Moonlight Butterfly and then it would disable all mobile suit characters only. So if you're playing as a pilot character, you're saved.
0: That's pretty brilliant. If that's activated, then you know
1: picking a mobile suit, you're, you're kind of taking a risk. Right, exactly, yeah. And then here's one for you, Isaac, which you will like, Trey's Kirshanada comes out to help you, and he just sends a whole bunch of Leos to suicide rush into you. They just kamikaze into you because they're Leos.
0: I like that, yeah. But they're man Leos. They're not little <laughs> dolls. Because he hates dolls. It's called a glory of the losers. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? What did you say before? Uh, Moonlight Butterfly? Uh, Lala? Do you envision like one of her alternate
1: skins is the Elmeth? Or is that just too big? I just had this. This is just like an assist trophy. So. Okay. The Elmeth could be in there too. She could fly in an the Elmeth die and then stun everyone.
0: <laughs> when we were playing Battle Operation 2, like, I forgot how big the Elmeth
1: is compared to like a mobile suit. <laughs> it's pretty big, yeah. It just cuts you down if it rams you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's the end of my uh, item list here, Isaac. So. Did you
0: envision like maybe a subspace emissary type campaign or no? Did you enjoy Subspace Emissary?
1: Um, I thought it was fine. I mean, I think in general I play Smash for the multiplayer. I, I think that's yeah. actually why I haven't played Ultimate as much, Isaac, because the pandemic was here. And you can play online. In my experience, there's a little bit of lag when you play online. and so It's just not just not the same. Ah. Even even a fraction of a second in Smash Brothers or really any fighting game makes a huge huge difference. Yeah. And I don't know, half the fun of Smash is just everybody being in the same room. That's true, yeah. Yelling at each other and, and reacting when, <laughs> when stuff happens, right? So I think, while Space Emissary, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I do think it's not the point of the game. And so if you play it all in one go, it can be a little boring. Because I think playing Smash in general by yourself is, is boring.
0: Yeah, yeah. Even online, unless you can hear the other person.
1: Right, it's a little impersonal, which is not the point of Smash. So
0: One final thing. If you remember in Smash they have Master Hand and Crazy Hand. Mm. Why not have gunplug modeler hands? Oh. Either at the end of the game, like this is a final boss and you know, they just start assembling like the baddest of all mobile armors and mobile suits to fight you. <laughs> You know, until you have to fight the hands themselves. That would be um, great. So I, I thought that'd be cool. You know, they, they assemble like the, the Noya Zeal or the Valvaro, you know, the mobile armor from Iron-Blooded
1: Orphans, stuff like that. That's a great in-universe reference to Smash Bros. if you're going to make this game.
0: Yeah, the final nod to them.
1: And actually, we even have the hand mobile armors from... Oh my God. From Crossbone Gundam. Jupiter. You could even put those yeah. in there. Th- which, they're already sinister, so they've already got that covered. Oh,
0: didn't it turn into a bird or
1: something? <laughs> uh, I don't remember. It turned into something. Yeah. Oh, God, weird.
0: ridiculous. Well, we've laid out the groundwork at here at Sunrise. <laughs> I mean, Sunset. Now it's time for Sunrise <laughs> to finally put
1: it together. But I think it'd be a lot of fun. And it put me in a mood to play Smash. Again, I go back to Isaac. They've made so many Gundam games, but they haven't made this one, to my knowledge. Unless, listeners, unless there's a Smash Gundam game out there that I just am not aware of. I don't understand why you would make as many Gundam games as you have and not roll the dice on this one.
0: It also doesn't really make sense because the overlap of Smash players to Gundam slash anime fans has to be a, a pretty nearly overlapping Venn diagram.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's a lot of built-in fans already for this game who would be willing to try it at the very least. So I'm shocked, somewhat appalled <laughs> this has not been made, <laughs> and I, I really want to play it. Like I wish this game was existed so that we could play it. Yeah, but
0: we can only dream or wait until the AI gets good enough where we just type in what we want them to <laughs> to slap over the code to Smash Brothers,
1: <laughs> which I don't think is that far away. What would you call this game, Isaac? I was having trouble with that.
0: Yeah, Gundam Smash is our clear stand-in. Right. Um, I'd almost want to like go over the top, like Gundam Ultimate Battle. Mm, yeah. Gundam Fighting Championship. That sounds like an
1: in-the-universe G Gundam name. I feel like it's like a soccer game with Gundams. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I I have trouble with this title. So listeners, if you have a title for like a Gundam smash game, like what what would you call it? Cuz I can't think of a good one off the top of my head.
0: Do you know why they called Smash Brothers Smash
1: Brothers? No idea. I mean, they have smash attacks, so they just kind of smash each other. I you know, I don't know that when they made the first game that they thought it would be as successful as it was. Maybe there is an origin out there for the name. But I would imagine they were just like, what are you doing in this game? Oh, you just smash each other until you win, right? Because you smash them off the stage. It's not, like you, <laughs> it's not like you kill them. You don't, you know, they don't run out of health. You literally hit them hard, as, as hard as you can until they fly away. That's kind of how I see it. But I'm sure there's an actual origin out there for the name. And they're brothers. So, like, they're Smash Brothers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mobile Suit Smashers, you know, I don't know.
0: No, you can't just do Mobile Suits because there's, like, lots of Gundams. It's known as Gundam. So Gundam That's has to true. be the
1: name but beyond that mm. Gundam you can't do Gundam Brothers it doesn't make sense
0: I don't know listeners help us out Gundam Championship something Gundam Ultimate Battle Gundam Ultimate Fight
1: there's a name out there someone's got it let us know
0: Gundam (laughs) Universe Fighting Battle no we're
1: not (laughs) that's
0: (laughs) Multiverse
1: Gundam Championship Fight Battle (laughs) nope Isaac is no longer in charge of the name for this game Anyway, so that's it that's it listeners. Let us know your characters, items, stages for Gundam Smash Brothers, and uh test Isaac's hypothesis. We think there's a big overlap between Smash fans and Gundam fans. So are you a fan of Gundam? Obviously if you're listening to this podcast. Are you a fan of Smash Brothers? Have you played Smash Brothers? Do you do you hate Smash Brothers? Is there not an overlap? That would be weird to me. But yeah, we'll definitely. See.
0: Who is your main and sm <laughs>
1: Yeah, let us know your mains. Oh, we should give our mains, Isaac. Tell everyone your main. Uh, well, this might be controversial,
0: Brian. I don't. We don't know how the fans will react. Really <laughs> yeah. People.
1: True. True. People's
0: people are mo- more loyal to their mains than like political parties. That's true. <laughs> 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 my main, shocking. I don't know. Fans might be shocked, Brian. I don't. I hope they're sitting down. Uh, <laughs> my main is Kirby.
1: <laughs> Isaac is is Kirby through and through. Just i've been Kirby for decades <laughs> a glutton in real life and in the virtual world oh my god how dare you <laughs> this is the last episode <laughs> as he's eating a, a thing of like i don't know sugar popcorn or something yeah. right now sugared popcorn <laughs> full hand in his kettle corn right wow now. with butter uh, <laughs> brian what is your main my mains are marth and yoshi Definitely more Marth and Melee, and then probably more Yoshi after that, because they nerfed Marth a little bit after Melee, so.
0: I always felt like you'd be, like, a strong Zelda guy. I mean, sorry, a strong Link guy.
1: Uh, Link's a little too slow for me. I like I like faster characters. Or you can do Kid Link. <laughs> Kid Link? Yeah, maybe, yeah. I, I did try Young Link back in the Melee days. Not so much anymore, but, uh, but yeah. Toon Link is fun, too.
0: What frustrates me to no end is that Ganondorf is just insanely slow. It's very, very slow. Very powerful, though. is never that slow in any of the
1: actual Zelda games. Yeah, yeah.
0: But that's another podcast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we've given our ideas. It's up to the listeners now to complete the roster in this game and to demand it from Bandai. So go out there, everybody. (laughs) Demand it. Tell them what you want. Demand it. Demand it. Take us away, Isaac.
0: All right, listeners, before you go to sleep tonight, stand next to your bed, get on your knees, put your hands together, look up at the ceiling, inhale, Gundam smash.
1: Good night, everybody.